This is Ox Return, and uh, tonight we're welcoming Pacific Radio uh, into the studio to play a couple tunes and What's talk uh, about their recording process. Um, but before we get into any of that, uh, let's play some music. Uh, what are we going to do first let's here? Let's do that. This is called Tight Jeans. All right. This is Pacific Radio on Ox Return. Na 
Thank you very much. That was tight jeans. We're here with Pacific Radio. Uh, so first off, I gotta ask, like, is that is that from where we buy all the connectors and cables? Is that where the na- the the idea for the name came? That is exactly where yes. the idea. So Bingo. so why I, why in particular would you would you name your your band after a uh, audio supply store? The rea- I, we love that store. Um, I it's work- definitely the cleanest store in LA. It is, <laughs> and I think it came from when I first moved to LA and was a studio runner. I spent a lot of time going there uh-huh. as a runner, and then um, a long time ago in a in this band, we were going through a name change, and someone said if we could just get Radio Shack to pay us money, we should make our name Radio Shack, and then it jumped into my brain. I went, Pacific Radio is a pretty cool word combination. And our yeah. minds and, uh, were blown. <laughs> and so it turned out that Pacific Radio was was available on a bunch of stuff, and uh, it embodied what we kind of were going to sound like, and we are big fans of the store. So so if we call you Packrad, is that like that is, we're like insiders? I believe, that. hip, I believe that's our Twitter. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're one of us. Yeah, all electronics doesn't doesn't roll off the tongue. <laughs> exactly. Way. Well, and I, I, when I first moved uh, into college in 2006, I started working at Apex. So gotcha. anywhere besides Apex, <laughs> it's like, holy shit. There's organization thing you can do that? Can't there's just throw a, it all in a box? There's not an inch of fucking dust on everything. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I love this place. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's kind of our origin story. Very cool. And and so uh, we were having a, a short conversation uh, before we get, got started here. You started out at Conway. I did, yeah. That's uh, Tell that's me more about so, that. That's pretty... That's pretty Awesome, a big, yeah, large format studio in LA. It was cool, it was exactly. And so I, I had moved to LA. I was, I was twenty years old. I remember. I, I know I wasn't twenty one because I, uh, I had worked at a studio called The Plant in Sausalito, which uh, was a long time ago sister studio to The Plant here in LA, but it was no longer connected and was going out of business. Blah blah blah. And the studio owner had given me ten names of studio owners in LA to contact, and Conway was tenth on the list. And being uh, a runner that's not 21, not being able to buy alcohol, no one would buy into it. And Conway hired me. The 10th one on the list uh, gave me a job, and the rest is kind of history. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I got, I got to go in there and, and learn, learn kind of how a lot of my heroes made good sounds, which turns out they just had really good players with really nice gear. Was, that tends to be <laughs> the, the story in most cases. Exactly. Right? There wasn't very much magic going on, just really good people doing a good job. Yeah. <laughs> I found you guys uh, because of your new single, Walk Away. Um, would you guys mind playing a little bit of that for us right now? We would love to. Our pleasure. Yeah. Our pleasure. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I got the last ticket back to L.A. So sun coming up off the wing of the plane. You tell yourself that when you get there, y'all don't know just what to say. You're gonna spend your whole life trying to feel that way again If it hits you like a fist fight, this shit's never gonna end With all them bridges you've been burning, all that money that you spend This is me, your hello old friend Yeah, that girl's so groovy, well I can tell by her moves She leans against the bar top with that Just walk away 
just walk away All you really have to do is just get out For goodness sakes, yeah, I'm not right Touches up her lipstick, she's picking up some speed. And that girl's sadistic, and she's nothing that I need. Yeah, I've been trying to stay even, but this girl might supersede. Is that true? Might be true indeed. Yeah, I gotta get up in the morning, and I could use some sleep. But stones came on the jukebox, were a couple albums deep, and now that walk away, just walk away, all you really have to do is just get out for goodness sakes, yeah I'm not right, yeah I ain't right, it's dark Tell you Casanova and little thrill is taking over Man, you should've just walked away Yeah, she's a daffodil, she's young and pretty She's fresh off that bus from Kansas City She sips on a glass of gin and pit yeah, Man, you should've just walked away Yeah, in a minute, she'll walk right away And you're kissing now, you're Casanova And the little thrill is taking over Man, you should've just walked away Yeah, she's a daffodil, she's young and pretty She's fresh off that bus from Kansas City So when you guys uh, head into the studio, do you guys have you guys demoed out all the stuff um, prior to heading in, or, or do you kind of uh, collect all that information in the studio? Uh, we're usually pretty well rehearsed. Hmm. Going in, it usually starts with like me throwing down a clanky demo in my house, and then we bring it to a rehearsal and churn it out until we're ready. Turn it into a song. Ready to make it a recording, you know? Yeah. So you don't you don't build uh, a produced version prior to heading into the studio. Yeah, if you want to call my versions produced, <laughs> I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, it, we I think we're leaning towards that now with our new style of recording and writing. It's like what gets brought to the band is getting smaller and smaller, and what the band is bringing is growing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's more collective as as we evolve yeah. yeah so once you get into the studio do you guys try to kind of like knock it out as fast as possible or do you kind of eh, take your time and I, I, would, I would go against the knocking out. yeah it's it's we get we get basics down and then start overdubs 
we might be the slowest recording band. Yeah, exactly. And in, yeah, in we. Of- so is there? There's a lot of like just messing around, getting getting what getting how you want it to sound. Uh, Tone choices, okay. yeah, yeah, part choices even like because we we typically do play these out live quite a bit. So there there is a living version in the band's hands, and then we try to kind of break that once we get into the studio. Do you do you track the songs live uh, in the studio? Uh. Yeah, well, we we track them live and keep the drums typically and, and replace over that sometimes, but but things do survive from the original takes occasionally. What tip? What typically would survive? Ooh, sometimes a lead vocal does. That Ooh. yeah, that's the, the controversial, se- the sexiest thing I think that survives. Yeah, no, that that's that's the best when mm. that happens. Exactly, I agree. Yeah, I was just I was hearing an interview with a different artist where they I guess uh, would ha- you have them do the rough vocals first. And then kind of like separate them, do everything else, and then tell them just do one take with the vocals again, and then just kind of sneak the original one back in and say like, "Oh yeah, it was perfect." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? it's so like, good. because like the second guessing will come into factor, you know, and then then you start going down the rabbit hole of you know totally the head much, the head it's, it's it's a tough a tough obstacle to get out of your head. So do you guys go to different studios around town uh, to work on the stuff, or are you guys kind of centrally located at, at one spot? Uh, yeah, uh, so we're we are kind of all over the place. Um, I I have a studio. Me and the producer who produced the record, Eric Weaver. We did have a mix room in Culver City, but that's uh, currently being moved to a new studio in Echo Park that's under construction. Um, but we b- typically did drums in a big room, like Conway, for example. It's Seahorse Sound here in mm-hmm. L.A. as well. Big Bad. Big Bad. Big Bad Sound as well, exactly here in Los Angeles. And then uh, we'd go back and do all the overdubs at our spot. Awesome. Yeah. So you you guys are kind of all over the place when you do this. So how do you? Uh, here's here's a t- uh, boring question. Um, how how do you transfer all your data? Do you keep it uh, on just one hard drive on or on one computer or on the cloud and yep. then pull it down? So uh, we have two active work drives typically that travel, and then everything backs up to our. We have our own. Um, Synology cloud server basically mm-hmm. and so everything backs up there which then has two locations very cool yeah so there's two two copies that travel and then two copies that live on the cloud exactly awesome uh, do you guys mind playing another tune for us definitely <clears throat> I mean after talking about cloud storage yeah. <laughs> That's Wait, that was a real now, gotcha now question I'm, now right? I'm stoked I'm yeah, yeah. from excitement oh, man. well I mean it's an important question yet <laughs> boring get, I get <laughs> Well, you go in front of a crowd and just oh, cloud storage. I'm, I'm glad. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah, glad yeah. we covered that. I've never been asked that about our record. <laughs> um, you want to do? You want to baby it up or? What? What? what are, we got know? baby and Katie. We just got two more. Yeah, mm-hmm. man. Short set. Let's do a uh, baby while it's fresh. All right, let's do it. <clears throat> this one's called "It's So Good to See My Baby," and we haven't released it yet. It's so good to see my baby, we should probably make a stop Cause I just ran out of cigarettes and the store's too far to walk Yeah, our hearts are an acoustic and our souls are amplified It's so good to see my baby, yeah, these arms are open wide for you
This is Ox Return uh, with Pacific Radio here, uh, playing a couple tunes for us. That was uh, it's so good to see my baby. So you said that that <laughs> single's unreleased, right? Yeah. Um, so 
how are you guys going to release music uh, moving forward? Is it going to be a full album, or are we looking at more singles? And then, so how? What's your process on that? Uh, how much time you got? Uh, well, <laughs> we we're running short, so <laughs> all right, <laughs> we let's have do plenty this. of time. Let's do this, please. Let's riff. Well, obviously, the game is singles now, but we like albums, as I'm sure you guys do too. Oh, yeah, sure. of course. The, the full so the album is 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 going to be released, but I think we're going to churn out singles and videos. As we did with Walk Away, and then we'll probably, I, I, we don't have a solid plan, but it's probably going to be in the line of single, single, single album, and how many singles before that goes out. So does that kind of help test the waters on like what you would want to put on the album, or will everything eventually, like you're sol rock solid on the songs that you release as singles, that will then go into an album? Yeah, yeah, we're we're recording in with the mindset that an album is going to be involved. Okay. So... Yeah, when we release it, that version or 98% of it will be on the album. Yeah, the only the only worry that I would have in my mind uh, is as as the singles progress and as you progress as a recording artist, the the, the style of your recordings change. Mm -hmm. And then I, I would find myself looking back at some of these recordings and saying, oh, well, we, we could knock this out in one or two days. Let's just re-record it. Mm -hmm. um, is that ever a fear of yours? When when looking at a record like this of of yeah. uh, compiled music, yeah, but in the, I th I think it's like I think it, it goes back to our rec our recording theory of we vet things really hard when we make them when we when we finish a studio version of a song, I'm I'm pretty exhausted on the fact that we've pushed most buttons on it. Mm -hmm. like, even our first record, looking back on it, there's in a. I typically do look back at things I work on and think of how I could do them differently today. And in looking back on the first Pacific Radio record, I feel like we we really did try everything we wanted to. And I kind I kind of feel like, and that's a lot to do with our producer Eric Weaver as well, that we're we're good at making decisions that we're happy with. Yeah, and he worked <clears throat> he worked with you on the on the first record also. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And and he'll be working on each subsequent single. Yeah. Awesome. And does that come with, have you found just over the years, just kind of solidified what the sound's going to be? So, like, you know, not following, like, certain trends that are that, that happen in, in recording. Like, is it more solidified, or do you kind of try new things, or? Yeah. I think well, I think we're really into experimentation, and uh, like I could speak for myself. I don't like chasing trends or trying to mm -hmm. stick stick to if, if someone's already doing it, there's no use in really trying to copy it. Right. Mm -hmm. And uh, trying to just break it in a different new cool way is, is mm -hmm. way more exciting than accomplishing something that someone's already done kind of thing are you so you're co-producing the band is co-producing yeah totally yeah. so are you making those sorts of uh like patch decisions like mic pre-decisions mic decisions yeah totally yeah um Beta 91 on the kick in. That's a big mm -hmm. secret of Pacific Radio record. Okay. Yeah, that's <laughs> trying to think of any cool, interesting mic things we do. Yeah, please uh, uh, tell us. We got a Klaus Hein modded U67 we use for, gosh, just about everything. Jeez. Um, yeah. That's, Is that, uh, that, that belongs to the band? It actually belongs to our drummer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's why he's in the band. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, but it's probably yeah. more expensive than any drum kit <laughs> yeah, like, that could possibly be. It's it's our crown jewel for sure. Yeah, it's a, it's a house one day. That's what it <laughs> is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, and then uh, you know, really, guitar tones are pretty darn fifty-seven based. Uh, we use a lot of Empirical Labs gear. We love Empirical Labs. Mm -hmm. um, the Mikey is a tried and true. 
That's yeah. The yeah. Fatso Juniors on our two bus for just about everything. Yeah, we have a Fatso on the, yeah, on I the saw two that. bus right now. I saw that on your rack. Yeah, I, I love that thing. We just barely kiss it. Um, yeah, I mean, in in the recording process of it, we got yeah. You can laugh at me all you yeah, want. I'm this laughing over yeah, that's right. You're doing great, man. <laughs> Why? What? What's what? What's being uh, laughed at? Because no one, no talk, one typically this cares all, about this. Kyle, Kyle is loving this. <laughs> yeah, don't you want to just talk about this on stage? Like, <laughs> exactly. Get it out now. Uh, I know you guys aren't hearing it now, but like you got to hear how this sounds. <laughs> Like uh, yeah, so I mean the the whole record, uh, both the first record and and this this last um, this last single and the upcoming single on the two bus basically we have a dangerous mix bus plus that we take sixteen outs and sum that down, and then uh, we have a, a cool it's by um, gosh. His name's Paul. Altimoda is the name of the company. Mm-hmm. And we have a hippo, like his SSL compressor. Yeah. That's cool with a, with a high pass on the detector circuit, which is rad. Um, so you can get rid of that kick drum suck out kind of thing that you it's get. A, it's interesting. I haven't heard so much about, like, summing these days. Yeah. It used to be, the like, the giantest thing. Totally. Like, and when that, when that dangerous D bus came out, or the dangerous... Whatever it was, mix plus plus mix, or mix whatever, plus yeah, the plus. the two rack space guy, yeah, like everybody had to get one, and there everybody was making a summing mixer. God, we were so dumb in 2010. Yeah, no well, Matt, Matt and I were like, okay, well, we're just gonna make one. Yeah, that, totally, and and rightfully so, put some good transformers in it, right. and yeah, and and what what we really found in the analog world, um, paired with our uh, Black Lion A to D converter, mm. is that we don't limit at all, but we haircut our mixes, so we. Get a lot of our loudness out of our mixes, period. Not by limiting, but by just chopping them off on the way in. And mm-hmm. we feel that we can get that way more efficiently if we go analog yeah. versus trying to do it with any UAD ATR 102 or yeah, limiter or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that, that is why I think why we love the analog domain is And you continue to do that? Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Sorry, not to cut you off. What was the follow up? No, that, uh, you, you're continuing to take, take your mixes. Uh, in hot to to your ADD or ADDA. Yeah, ex- exactly. And and um, Eric Bollinger at the bakery masters all our stuff. Who he's really good at making things really loud. And um, so we will we'll back off uh, our masters uh, right before we send to him. But as far as even when we're sending working with other bands or whatever out of the studio, that's kind of one of our ways to to get competitive loudness without smashing it with an L two or something. Where where are you delivering those mixes at to to master? As far as loudness, right? Um, wow, that's a great question. Uh, about negative fourteen lufs, like mm-hmm. they'll they'll be living and when we're listening in our cars around negative nine, and then yeah, I I would say our our quiet mixes are probably about negative fourteen ish. If I had to guess, I yeah. I used to know those numbers off the top of my head, but it's been a second since we printed mixes. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of, I've found myself kind of getting away from even looking at the numbers. I, I love that. I, and I think that's true. I think that's a, a culture shift in, in musicians. Loud, the loudness wars are over. And that's yeah. a whole other radio show we could do. But I only partially agree. I think that so many people still want that, like, you know, ear-bleeding loudness. Yeah. And, I, so, and especially Spotify. Spotify just changes the changes the numbers on their own. Who, so who knows what the fuck totally. they do. Have you messed with that uh, loudness adjusting plugin? No. That's, uh, 
the thing on Spotify or? Uh, it's actually oh. it's this this company. There's a website for it, and there's a bunch of people going to be listening to this saying what its name is, and it's kind of slipping my <laughs> mind right now. But basically, you put your mix into it, and then you could select whatever streaming service you want, and it uh-huh. does its limiting. And they, they make a $50 plugin that I have found very, very useful when comparing demos. It's like basically a real-time loudness matcher, and it's really, really useful. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. What's, okay. a, what's well, the website? Shoot. All right. I'm, I'm going to find I'm going to find it out. Yeah. Shoot. Okay. Sorry, we'll, we'll no, break. no. Yeah. Yeah, you. If you're listening at home, just, just you yeah, Google if, it. Yeah. If you, you Google that, work. if you use all those words, it if will come up. We're already doing all this work about. for you. You can do, do that. Oh. Um, Let's uh, let's just jump into another tune, and, All right. then, and then we'll come back and chat a little bit, talk about the future uh, of Pacific Radio. Um, but for now, what do we plan? Katie, Katie, oh, a song called Katie. Well, the sidewalks are lonely when they're under her feet. She's sliding away back to a living room suite. Oh, Katie. Walk in the park, a suburban thread And every afternoon is a Sunday dress arcade She gets invited to the party But she'll always decline Cause she's fine by herself With a bottle of wine arcade You never see her around She never pick up the phone She's the type of girl Who always like being alone arcade With a switchblade grin and a throwback home Her world is a personal variety show Well, her mind is brittle and her soul is clean And it breaks my heart that she'll never be with me She's a beautiful novel, a paranoid sin Her whiskey, water, a tonic, a gin, arcade Breaks my heart that you never be with me 
Thomas, Katie. We're here with Pacific Radio on Ox Return. Uh, so what do we have coming up? I know you said you're releasing some singles soon. Yep. What do we got? <laughs> Styler. Uh, yeah. Well, we're playing a festival in May, Bottle Rock. Oh, wow. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That, that's a giant bill. It is. It's good. We're excited. We're on day one, um, and uh, we're hyped about that. We'll be uh, doing a lot of prep for that. Move so forward. do you guys have a schedule for the the singles? Um, well, uh, right now we're, we're actually, we're about to launch a radio campaign off the first single. And then I think we're, we're going to wade into the water that way. And it's so good to see my baby is just about ready to go out. So, um, the answer your question, no, but, <laughs> but we, we are, we are ready to, to put stuff out sooner than later. How many, how many do you put in the cannon at, at one time? Not purposely, but we typically do it in threes for some reason. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why we do that. But yeah, yeah, it's a triangle. <laughs> the pyramid, all shapes fit within. That's an so office is, reference. Uh, aside from that, any other local shows? Yeah, Viper Room, uh, Viper Room. February twenty first with the Mulhollands and the Shakers, um, a couple of bands that we knew from uh, a few years ago. They're awesome. coming back from the East Coast. Yeah, to they're play doing a, show. a reunion. They asked us to join. We obliged. Well, we want to thank you so much uh, for coming out, uh, Pacific Radio, and playing some songs and talking about recording. Um, it's been a blast. This has been awesome. Oh, thank you so much us. for having yeah, us. Where can they find you on the socials? Um, at Pacific Radio on Instagram, and then Pacific Radio Band on the the Googles gets you there because that yep. darn store and is pretty yeah. strong. You guys got some merch I saw up there. Yeah. So, so yeah. I got a vinyl of the first record out now, and uh, yeah, yeah. Awesome. We can we can call the action on here too because it's just the internet. Go buy stuff, please. Radio, it really yeah, does. Please. Our band broke today. <laughs> can we threaten? And don't threaten the fans, dude. We've talked about that. I don't know. That gives you an edge. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new edge. Like a podcast like podcast. Oh. Do, do you want this this show to be? You gotta threaten people. <laughs> Don't get out there and buy shit. That's and the way. <laughs> um, we do have uh, a couple of shows coming up next month uh, here on Ox Return. And just wanted to remind anybody, if you are listening to the podcast, we do this show live on the air. Uh, just hit the link in uh, our Instagram uh, profile. It'll take you to the stream. Um, next month on the 17th, we have a band called Lacquer. And uh, on the 21st, uh, it will be Hurt Valley. Um, so tune into those coming up. Well, I think that's about it. We're going to say goodnight for the night. Right on. Thank you guys. All right. This is Pacific Radio and this has been uh, Ox Return.